to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 228 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. Hello, welcome. Um, so it's been a interesting week for me. Interesting week for Chris. He's slowly getting older. Is that it? No, okay. but yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. So Technically, you're right. What are you making all that noise for? I'm not doing it on purpose. All I seem to do is touch the desk. I don't need to. I'm going to learn not to touch the desk. I find it very hard. I need to. I need to lean on the desk or touch the desk. We need to do something about this. We need something. Stands. All right, so anyway, um, so if anybody's listening and they want to sponsor some amazing microphone stands and they know what would work, because we obviously have no clue. Uh, well, we just need ones that don't have the crazy exposed springs. I, I, I'm pretty certain I know the ones that work. They just cost a bit. Yeah. I still think we should try rubber bands in there. Oh, I don't know. Well, it could be anything. Anyway, carry yeah. on. True. So what's anyway. happened this week with you? What's interesting? So the interesting thing is I've gone on a diet. Chris is on a diet. So, He's gone full retard on it. Yeah, so uh, Body for Life, if anybody in the 80s would remember that, Bill Phillips's thing. I'm doing uh, that exercise program with the Tim Ferriss's Slow Carb Diet, which uh, long-time listeners will have heard because we had a... Diet, um, diet bet, bet. diet bet, um, face off with podcasters from Canada on that. Yeah, and Sam and I both won money in the pot. One shares that worked quite well, actually, because we lost what was it six percent in six weeks, something like that. We actually stuck to it. It was pretty easy. It's good. Yeah, and I used the um, slow carb diet. We both used the slow carb diet for that. Yeah, I never read the book. I just got I got the instructions from you, and I was a bit (laughs) skeptical. <laughs> but hey, it worked. So that was all good. So I'm doing that, and uh, God, Wednesday I I forgot my calf muscles are really weak, and I did them to muscle failure. That was the word I was trying to remember the other day. Yeah, muscle failure, and uh, I woke up um, that night with my teeth clenched, trying not to scream as the cramps ravaged my calves, and I'm like trying to straighten my leg out and bend my foot back and go. <coughs> so anyway, that's cool. Good times, but. Yes. What is really interesting, which I was, you were asking what I was chuckling about before, is yes. I heard a story on the uh, BBC's uh, global podcast, which you know is where I get all my news. Pretty <laughs> it much. is. It does not surprise me. If you said, "Guess where I heard this," I would get that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, they but what they said was, man in Pittsburgh is this just- did a bear-only diet for forty-six days and he lost yep. twenty-six pounds. Or something. Okay. So I was like, okay, I wrote yep. that down. I was like, oh, I've got to talk about that. Got to talk about and that. And I thought, oh, what's that R word that Sam keeps talking about? What's that, what's that word? I um, know. Re- research. Yeah, research. So I thought, oh, I'll look this up. Yeah. And it made the story so much better. Awesome. <laughs> because I just went, Pittsburgh man, 45-day diet. It was actually 46 days, apparently. Um, and I found it on the religion.blogs.cnn.com Yep, that's where I always look for my news. Yep. And it's got my faith, what I learned from my 46-day beer only fast. Okay. And I'm like... <laughs> so Jeebus helped him get through it. <laughs> I don't know. So that was my thing. So anyway, um, according to legend, the 17th century monks of Nudek Ob 
De Aal, outside Munich, Germany. Yeah, that's good, guys. Um, developed at the rich and malty beer to sustain them through Lenten fast, fasts. Okay. The traditional 46-day lead-up to Easter. Uh, Unfiltered, the bold elixir was nicknamed liquid bread and is packed with... <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine them trying to choke it down because it's like mud. Packed with carbohydrates, calories, and vitamins. Yeah, I bet so anyway, it was. So they got that. So he goes, with the blessing of my boss uh, at the Adams County Free Press in southwest Iowa, okay. I consumed four beers a day during the work week. What? Hang on. And yeah. five beers on the weekends when I had fewer obligations. What? <laughs> what? And just that, though? That's it. Yeah. But what type of beer? Was he having that beer? For this particular beer. It's this particular oh, beer. So someone, I, I'm skipping over a lot so of so, stuff. Yeah, I, I guess that. But someone makes this, I assume? Um, I think or something similar? Got, yeah, I think he got a... Um, oh, I, like I a, joined forces with uh, Eric Sorensen, the head brewer at Rock Bottom Restaurant and Brewery. Oh, okay. So, so it's a marketing thing for him. It. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so he basically... Oh, where was that bit I was laughing at before? I hate when you can't find I just read it like yeah. five minutes. Explain to me, what is Lent? I would survive on that beer supplemented only by water for 46 days of historical research. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, Karen. No, no, but uh, something along those lines. A guy years ago, we may have talked about this in one of the very early podcast episodes. I think it was a Kiwi guy that did a pie diet, hey? Oh, he was like a personal trainer or fitness dude or um, dietitian, and he said it doesn't matter. Like he said, it's not a hundred percent good for you, but it's all about how much you consume. And I'm sure it was pies he ate. Yeah. So anyway, um, over this, he lost twenty five point five pounds. Yeah. Okay. Do you know how much that is in real weights? Well, uh, almost twelve kilos. I gained so much more. The benefits <laughs> of self discipline can't be overstated in today's world of instant gratification. The Discipline of drinking beer? Seriously? No, could... but hang on. If he isn't normally a heavy drinker, yeah. like if I was trying to do it, I'd have to force oh, myself. That would be hilarious. Uh, the fast provided a long overdue tune-up and detox, and I've never felt so rejuvenated physically or mentally. Um, I wonder what his diet was like before, though. Like, if you're going from utter crap to just beer, then yeah. But what cracked me up was I just didn't expect it to be all religio. And I've, I've missed no. out all these religio things. Um, I'll give you the links in the sh – we'll put the link in the show notes. Cause yeah, my, totally. My notes there. So it's worth having a look at that just because you'll probably have a giggle like I did. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, but uh, the New Zealand Herald may have had that, but they've just brought out their new and wonderful subscription model. So half their articles on their website are paid only. You can only read them if you pay them. And some of the articles are very questionable. So the New Zealand articles, that's fine. You can't get them anywhere else. But they've partnered with the Washington Post, New York Times, and I think there's a couple of others. And how much do you think you're going to pay for a subscription to the New Zealand Herald, Chris? Online. Yeah, online. Yeah, I don't know, 10 bucks. Uh, no, actually, let's say 20, it out. 20, 25 bucks a year. You'd be wrong. It's uh, for the first eight weeks, it's $2.50 a week. A week? Yep. And then after that, it goes to $5 a week. And if you want to read for a whole year, you get the special rate of $199. But they're useless. I know. And some <laughs> of the articles, some of the articles are as good as the one you just told me about. And when you open it, it says this article's by, uh, you know, whoever the other 
actual newspaper that wrote it. So you copy the headline, paste it into Google, then read the actual article for free. And there is a workaround to get past the paywall. There's a guy on Twitter going, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that you should do this, but if you want to, it's really, really easy. Plus, I've also told the Herald they should probably plug that floor. I don't know what that involves. Don't care because a lot of the stories are just like... But so, so I like I like the New Yorker it comes up a bit on my Facebook yeah. feed and you jump in and read them and halfway through the articles are really long articles we've yeah, talked about some it. of the stories before and like the um, dinosaur one we talked about a few weeks ago and yes. stuff like that um, and but what I like is they go you have three free articles left this month yeah you have two yeah. free articles yeah. left this month and that's cool because. If I lived in the States, I probably would subscribe, but I don't. No, And no. I don't read them that often. No. So, it, so, it uh, so there was one guy who uh, wrote a comment somewhere. I don't know where it was. And he was like, I pay. I can pay a dollar. I think it was a dollar a month, I think, for the Washington Post or something. Yeah. So that's what I thought. It's, so, it's digital content. So it's. No, they just, I think, I don't know. I don't know how it's going for them. But uh, me personally, I think it's a stupid idea. They've implemented it badly. I've seen people go on and on about it and just going, what are you on about? They're putting it. And all their printed stuff. So the new, uh, the one that was upstairs, uh, that new one, it's yeah. all in there talking about their amazing premium content. And they've been going on about it for the last couple of weeks. And I didn't really know who, what that. Who are they owned by? Uh, NZME, aren't they? Is it? Okay. I think. But the thing is, some of the uh, the thing that cracks me up is they're not in depth premium self written articles. Some of them are just clickbait crap from thing. And the thing that freaked everybody out, not freaked people out, some people on Twitter, I just happened to go on there, they said, we know friends that have subscribed, as soon as you get the premium content, all that stupid um, advertising still there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Because they're, they're not going to kill their advertisers. No. So anyway, check that out. If you go to the Herald website, you see uh, all this premium feature stuff a little. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, if, if you subscribe, let us know what your experience is because obviously we're not going we're to. We're not going to. <laughs> we will get news sources from other uh, places. Yeah, like the BBC Global Podcast. Well, some of us, some of us do that. <laughs> One of us will be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 50% of the uh, podcast. podcast. Yeah. Um, I, I like this. Um, there was a story on the Global podcast arrests arrests of four people for selling 30 million dollars of counterfeit lego um well i think they were i think i've written that wrong i don't think it was for selling it i think they were arrested with 30 million dollars worth of counterfeit lego now you you heard this on the podcast on you on the bbc yeah okay cool so it's toy maker lepin in south china um they seized 600,000 pieces. Um, and it's the thing that's interesting is there, the, the um, patent for Lego has gone. So anybody can make it now. Oh, right? okay. But what they're doing is the, 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 the similarities are too much. Yeah. So Lego spends a lot of money designing new Kits. sets. Yeah, yeah sets, whatever. Yeah. And um, so they got Lego designs, including a Star Wars looking set rebranded as Star Plan. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all oh. the same, except and so not the, star fighting, star plan. Yeah, so um, they've copied the picture on the box, like exactly. They've copied the picture of the box and they've put their logo over the Lego logo, and that's it. So that's blatantly um, copying. But they are sold at fifty to eighty percent of the price of Lego. Now, when I said that, I was like, 
Was that 50 to 80% discount or 50 to 80% of the price? I think it's 50 to 80% of the price. Yeah, yeah. Um, of Lego. Um, they interviewed some guy who's some super geek Lego um, chairman of the Lego Association of England or something. Yeah. And he goes, yes, but when you're playing with them and you pick up one, you go, ooh, that feels wrong. Oh, it's a fake. And you drop that and you pick up a real Lego. So, okay. Because um, the ones you can buy here, I think they put on the boxes um, uh, brick building compatible or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah, means yeah. they all work together. And so the- that's legal to do. And if you set up your own sets, you know, design your own yeah, sets and you're right. not ripping, right. blatantly so, ripping off their marketing, then yeah. Randomly, I joined a really large uh, New Zealand Lego Facebook group this week and they let me in. I have to answer some questions and stuff. And you scroll down and I've got photos from that factory. Oh, okay. And there's like 50 people standing there with like police in front of them. Oh, right. And it's the scummiest, dirtiest looking factory you've ever seen in your life. Like it just looks like a mechanics workshop or something. And there's these bins stacked up just full of Lego sets. And they've got the fake Lego boxes all there, but they're all flat. They haven't put them back together yet. And I guess they were packaging them up when they got busted. But it's real cool because there's quite a lot of photos. Oh, cool. Well, maybe we should, uh, you want to... I'll harvest them from Facebook. Find that and link it or or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. we'll have them on the show notes. So one of the interesting things was the uh, Chinese court system, they they were saying, is now a lot more amenable to international companies with this sort of complaint. Yeah. They're actually listening to them and and taking people to court and allowing that to happen. Because, you know, five, six years ago, they'd like just laugh at you, right? But now they're a lot more into that. But it's still like stop one company, another one just pops up. You know what I mean? So yes. it'll be interesting because you know you stop that company, they sell all the make it, you know, the 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 materials that they use to make it to somebody else, and they go, "I'm starting a Lego company." <laughs> so yeah, uh, so good luck with uh, stopping that. You'll be happy to know, Chris. This might help you. I'm not sure, but uh, the, our overlord and uh, uh, Mark, Mark Zuckerberg, the robot alien that he is, yeah. Uh, he he's done this Instagram post and he says um, his wife Priscilla has trouble when she wakes up and checks her phone to see if it's time to look for their children. Right, so he time go- to look for them. Oh, like sorry, when they're flying home. From, sorry, from so, there. No, it's time from, time from to their, look. Their nightly excursions yeah, in yeah. bat form. The <laughs> <laughs> lizard people, of course, Chris. They're not bat. Um, no. It says time to look over their children, All right. which sounds like. So he puts on Instagram and he's like written this post and he's like, hey, uh, I've built a sleep box for her. What do you think a sleep box is? Sounds like a coffin. <laughs> Being a mum is hard. And since we've had kids, Priscilla has had a hard time sleeping through the night. She'll wake up and check the time on her phone to see if the kids might wake up soon. But then knowing the time stresses her out and she can't fall asleep again. So I worked on building her what I call the sleep box. It sits on the nightstand between the hours of 6am and 7am. It emits a very faint light, visible enough that if she sees it, she'll know it's okay um, for time for one of us to get up and check on the kids. And he says something. So can- why didn't he call it a light box or what? Oh, no. That's light? it there. That's it. Oh, my God. But the, for some reason... I the, mean, it's well finished, but it seems a little for over For some the reason, top. this is cutting off the rest of it, of the rest of us. As an engineer, building a device to help my partner sleep better is one of the best ways I can think of to express my love and gratitude. A bunch of my friends have told me they'd want something like this. Can you please read this in a robotic voice? <laughs> so I am putting this out there in case another entrepreneur wants to run this and build sleep boxes for more people. 
Um, so <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that bit. <laughs> so yeah, I should tell that. So so instead of solving all his problems with Facebook uh, and all that's going on, he's posting about his little wooden sleep box. Yeah, because you know what else? What, what else do? can he do? Speaking of Instagram, because he brought it up. Yeah. Um, what what would it be like? Do you think if you were a Jewish teenager at World War Two? Uh, when the Germans uh, sort of um, got all, you know, Nazi-ish on you. Uh, off the top of my you, head. And you had Instagram. Oh, Insta- oh if you had Instagram. Ah, well. Well, uh, now you can find out because There's of someone doing e- that. Eva's Stories, it's called. It's in Israel. Okay. Um, and the whole point is, what if a girl in the Holocaust had Instagram? Um, it's a trailer for the Eva Stories project that launches ahead of Wednesday's Holocaust Remembrance Day. Um, I've got a link to this as well. Uh, it's got a video of the thing. But basically, it's a bunch of um, clips. It starts out really nice. She's talking about a BFF and blah, blah, blah. She's talking to a camera, like a, like she's talking to a phone camera or yeah. whatever. And then it gets dark when things start to happen. And apparently, it's quite um, interesting. There's a lot of uh, controversy about it. Okay. So a lot of people are like... Up in arms because, you know... Yeah, older people particularly are like, you're trivialising it, rah, 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 rah. But the person... And I tend to agree with the the person who did it as an art project. And it cost millions to to do this whole thing, so they've done it properly. Oh, right. They said it's to keep the remembrance alive because it means nothing to the youth of today. And I totally agree. Yeah, And if you put it in that context, they'll get a... A feeling for it. I don't know how well it's done it is. I assume it's well done. So I am quite interested to look it up, but I only heard about it this afternoon or this morning. So I chucked it on my notes here, and I've got a link to um, a story about it. It's an Israeli uh, website. But, yeah, so uh, probably look at checking that one out. Very good. And if you're looking for a new phone or anything and uh, you're going to Harvey Norman – and this is a story, Chris. No, a, a, a monitor no, was what it, I was No, after. I know, but it doesn't matter. I think it doesn't matter. Um, Chris, Chris told me the story, and I think it's great, so I'm telling it now. Um, what, what is actually on that card? Uh, it was just it a was pamphlet. The, it was a pamphlet that was nearby, and it was. Um, we'll have a to, photo. How to, use, how to pick the right security camera. That's right. So um, there's this. Because I said to Chris, hey. What's this pamphlet? And I, the reason it seemed interesting to me is I just got a wireless battery-powered security camera that I've just yep. put up at my parents' place. And I was like, oh, what's that about? It's interesting. Uh, but Chris was buying a monitor. So I was down there because my monitor's fading out and sit, like bands go blurry as you scroll through. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I've had that monitor for God knows how many years. Yep. So it's about time to update it. But it sits in an uh, alcove in the desk. So it's perfect, covered in Perfect stuff. size. Yeah, so and, and it fits in there, but I'm like, right, I don't know what size this is. So I'm looking at these monitors. I said, I quite like that one. And now I Chris, said, now Chris is just at Harvey Norman because it's near his work. Yeah, it's my, and he's and not my having lunch, he's lunch not break. having his coffee anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's in my lunch break. So I walked down there and I'm like, oh yeah. I said, um, have you got a tape measure? And the guy just looks at me, and I'm like, I need to know if it'll fit now, in the alcove. Now, if you don't know what Harvey Norman is, to our international listeners, it's a big sort of department store type place, but it only basically has technology and furniture. Yeah. That's, so I think it started out as furniture, and then they added technology, yeah. right? So, so you, it's got appliances as well, so washing yeah, machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so you'd think that possibly, I assume they would have a tape measure somewhere. Yeah, for, for furniture, almost definitely. What, for, for fridges, appliances. Fridges to fit yeah, in cavities. Yeah. Uh, and he just looks at me and goes, no, we don't have one. And I'm like, 
And I just looked at him. I'm like, does anyone have one? And he just went, no. And I was like, okay. So I picked up this pamphlet. I said, I'll do this. And I put it down in front of the monitor. One, two, and a bit up to there. Let me mark that. That's two plus this bit. Wrote it on the pamphlet. I'll take that home and measure it. And, and then he goes, ah. Oh. And I'm just like, you're not getting a sale. Guess what? You're not getting a sale. Even if I want that, I'm getting it somewhere else. So. I just thought it was great. Probably going to be the title of this podcast episode, maybe. <laughs> possibly. Possibly. <laughs> uh, sad news came out today, Chris. Well, he was old, but it happens any- to everyone. Uh, Peter Mayhew died. Yeah, that would be... You I would can't do it. I no, that was it good. That was good. No, you're. I can't do it. You are correct. Uh, the actor that played Chewbacca in the first three, and then reprised his role in the fourth one. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, he I managed didn't. to work get get out of a wheelchair and uh, thing, and he coached the replacement guy and everything. Uh, from all accounts, really nice guy, awesome guy. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things. He about used to him. jump. He used to go to comic cons and. He stuff used to like go that. to everything. He used to jump in on the Reddit. Star Wars subreddit. They'd be talking about something, or Mark Hamill would be there, or someone, and he'd just blow. Like, hey. <laughs> yeah. And start talking to people and answering questions. So yeah, cool. May uh, the fourth tomorrow. So, but he died. It looks like on April the thirtieth, and they've just released it. Oh, uh, his family released it on his Twitter account. So yeah, yeah. No, I did hear that. So uh, no, it's sad. He um, was uh, seventy-four years old. Yeah, that's a, that's good innings. That's good innings. Right. What else was I going to talk about here? I'm going to talk about this recomposting because I'm interested to hear what you think about this. Okay. Okay. So how I'm going to start this. Let's start this way. Cremating a body (laughs) emits 20 kgs of carbon into the atmosphere and uses almost 100 litres of fuel to burn it. See, I always thought I'd go go cremate it because that, you know. Yeah, yeah, why not? um, But this composting a body. Yeah. Is that creates enough soil to fill two large wheelbarrows. So Recompose is a company that's developed a method to rot a body down to usable soil in just four to seven weeks. Um, and Washington State is looking at making legal the composting of human bodies. So it's different from green burials. So they've got those green burials where, you know, you bury the body with a, a seed or something yeah, and then yeah. a pod. Yeah. grows out of it or whatever <laughs> they like insert that. a pot into you and hope <laughs> yeah, for the whatever. best um, <laughs> because it's different from that because the green burials still take up land yeah that's right because right? you're still so burying a full-size body more like a cremation in a way because it's not taking up a plot of I'd land i'd be interested to see how they um they must i assume they put you in a container or something to yeah she to- said you, yeah it's like you get in a container but if it's Two and a half wheelbarrow, two large wheelbarrows. That's a big container. Yeah, um, no, but, but yeah, I, and whether they they give you part of it and they take the rest or get you know, no, they'd have sell to give you to the garden. They'd center. have to give you the whole thing, um, wouldn't they? But yeah, so uh, she because they interviewed her and she said, well, she goes, what? I can go home and put Fred on my tomatoes, and she said, you can. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. It'll be at that point. It doesn't matter. Um, but they suggest the resultant soil be used to grow a memorial tree or a rose garden or something giant like pumpkin. that. Or a giant pumpkin. I may have slipped that in. Uh, uh, no, because... <laughs> yeah, she totally was into the giant pumpkin. Because the ashes from cremation's no good. I know that. Right. You can't just try and put that into a garden or something. It's too... It Acidic. Makes, yeah, it just makes it too much out of balance. 
Yeah. So this rotting thing. I, I th- <coughs> what, what, so what do you think? Like, I, I, it's curious. I, I think it's a good idea, but I think it would be a hard sell to traditional would you do it people. For uh, I honestly don't even know what I'm going to do with the existing options. It just, I have no idea. Just, I can't decide. Yeah, out of to be all honest. the options, obviously I'm older, so I think of these things day in and day out. No, I don't. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think that would be an option I'd take. I, I was like, if that was an option here, and it isn't yet, but if it was, I'm like, yeah, it sounds good. I'd be interested to just see the exact process, because they do do tours yeah. occasionally of crematoriums for yeah, people. Yeah. Uh, to see how that works. Yeah, it's yeah, it sort of is quite fascinating. But yeah, the whole rotting. The only mm. thing is, people going, uh, "You rot, let them rot for six weeks or whatever it is." Hmm. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. that's natural, right? And it, and she said there's a lot of people in the new millennial uh, mindset that are like find it comforting to be recycled and be used yeah, again. Yeah. You know, and and I like that idea myself. But I thought I'd, I'd mention it because it's a bit different. Um, we have a, I have a package that arrived today, so uh, we hadn't opened it, and I don't know what it's in it because I forgot what I bought because I just have these splurges while I'm <laughs> he had, while he's employed places. It is a t-shirt. I can tell it's a t-shirt. So, and Which, I know I bought a bunch of t-shirts. But now, now the the big question is well, that, that crink, Yeah, <laughs> I mean, sorry about that crinkling sound, but uh, okay. Yeah, is it super Asian size or is it going to actually fit Chris? It looks really small. Does, it, it does look very small. <laughs> oh, uh, no, it's unfolding well. It's unfolding well. Oh, yeah, I like this one. Okay. Time to get riggedy, riggedy, Rick, son. Uh, obviously, it's uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, hang on. I don't know how to take a photo on this thing. Oh, there. Wonderful. We will have that uh, in the show notes. Yeah. So, uh, good old AliExpress. Well, we will uh, put it up on Facebook as well to uh, drive more people to listen to the podcast, whoever you are. Um, and on that note, we've actually had some pretty big... Was it a week or a month you were talking about that before? <coughs> a month. A month. A big month. Which is for... Yeah, a big month for us, which is great. Uh, we normally get... We normally get like 250 to 260 downloads a month. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're doing a random podcast, and uh, it's it's massive for us. Uh, but we're now cracking 600 a month. Yeah, that's huge. So uh, thank you all. Uh, all, yeah. ro- all the robots or Mark Zuckerberg or whoever. <laughs> his, his sleep box is listening in at night. Yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you, uh, if you are listening to this uh, and you want to get a hold of us, you can tweet to us uh, at Chris and Sam Pod. You can go to the Facebook page, The Chris and Sam Podcast, uh, or you can go to thechrisandsampodcast.com. There's show notes, there'll be photos, this photo of me and the T-shirt we just took now, um, other bits and pieces, the links to the stories we've already mentioned today. Um, and there's a Patreon uh, link there if you are of a mind to help support a couple of Kiwis uh, to get this thing out every week. Come join our other amazing patrons. Love yes. you guys lots. Uh, yeah, and I think we owe some of you some shout-outs and links and stuff, so let us know. Yeah, but but do engage. Like, shout-out, give us a message, send something through, and... Because um, yeah, we were us. talking about this the other day, eh? It's like, 
there's not very often like we listen to a lot of podcasts there's not very often we actually reach out to other podcast hosts and just say hey yeah yeah i've done it yeah i, I said i've done it only two or three times Ma- michael balbara did a really good story on he does the the daily uh in uh new york okay and i listen to that every day and uh he did a really good really good story on the muslim um shooting in new zealand a few weeks back so i reached out to him about that appreciate that and uh yeah there's about probably only one other podcaster i've bothered to reach out to but yeah yeah anyway so that's pretty much us for this episode that is us until next week we will have stories from some weird work thing that chris is going to tomorrow Um, yay and uh Oh, we have to. Fi- oh, I'm in. Yeah, okay. We'll work out the logistics of getting a podcast out next week. But that's all right. Don't worry about it. We'll have it there ready to go. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.